Welcome to the Cry Mitt Mode podcast. A combination of our names. I'm Kippy Mitt. And I'm Rybert Mode. If you like consistency, then go somewhere else. Because this podcast is ever-changing. Alright, as per the rules we have set out... This is now the My Sister is Among Them podcast. (laughs) We're going to do a deep dive, two-hour episodes on each individual. No, no, no. I think think we promised an actual winner, like, two weeks ago. (laughs) We did, yeah, yeah. It's been, um, actually, only one week of silence so far, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, but we promised two weeks ago. Yes, we did, yeah. So we promised an actual winner. We have an actual winner. And what is that winner? Kokoku! <laughs> so you, you, you came into the podcast with the same bit in my head, which was we're going to just not, we're going to go as far as we can without announcing the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Kay. So now last one, Space Battleship Yamato. No, what, no. no. Hmm? It was the detective show. What was the detective show? I don't even remember that one. Yeah, it was last last high dive one that we randomly picked. No, what was the last one? I have no recollection of this detective show. Yes, you do, because you loved it. It's French. Oh, oh no, the thief show. The the one about the gentleman thief. The well, there's a detective in it. There is a detective in it. You're right. So am I wrong? You're gonna sit there and tell me I'm wrong? <laughs> All right. Yes, it is in fact a show that contains a detective. You are correct. So what was the last show we ended up uh, watching for High Dive? I actually can't remember. I'm now. pretty sure it was that one. It was. Oh wow! I could have sworn there was something after that, but. Maybe. I think we just watched, the last thing we watched, we were both falling asleep the entire time, and we're just, no! It was that guy who hated women. Oh, yeah! Yeah, the guy who was like, women are evil. (laughs) Alright, so I think it's pretty obvious who actually won this game, based on our responses. You seemed a bit surprised that I thought it would win. You... Well, believe that I I was pushing for Space Battleship a bit more than I actually was, I think. Well, so, kind of, but not really. So, I thought you would want Space Battleship Yacht. Like, if you were watching all these by yourself, I would think that you would pick Space Battleship Yamato. But because you knew that I was leaning towards Kokoku and you were leaning towards Space Battleship Yamato, Mm. and the fact that this one is incredibly gorgeous, Mm. we kind of just both met in the middle. I... And I mean, I don't think you were ever pushing for Kokoku to win, but you like no. it. You were pushing for K- for Kokoku to stay. Yes. I think, honestly, having watched now 11 episodes of this show, out of all of the shows we watched, that is the one I would pick to watch over anything else. It is, like, if I, were I alone, I would. Really? I would, yeah. Yeah, oh. absolutely. I, I, I mean, eventually I'd like to watch... At least two more. I'd like to watch more Space Battleship and Kokoku, but Dance Dance Dancer is just... 
Oh. By the way, that's its oh, name. Oh, that is what won. <laughs> dance, 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 or surprising no one was uh, because was it's the winner. The only name we didn't say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, turns out really good, really good ballet ballet thing. Uh, I believe I called it uh, a very interesting play on Swan Lake. Yeah, you did the last episode, the last two episodes, really. So, as promised, what we're going to do is we're going to finish out the season of Dance, 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 Or. And, God, I hope there's a season two of this show. Otherwise, what what were you going to do? Well, I don't know if I want to say that on a podcast, but I may have implied that I would burn down an entire country. Not being said on podcast. No. Uh, <laughs> and it was only implied, too. So if you're a cop listening to this, good luck finding out where I'll strike neck. No, don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad choice. I hope that doesn't come back and ruin my life somehow. <laughs> uh, by the way, I did kill JFK. Uh, moving on. Well, that's coming back. <laughs> Sir, um, as, as we're checking you at security at the airport, it seems like you killed JFK and Abraham Lincoln. Yep. I did. I was alive. We're going to need you to come in for a pat down. Ah, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, One of we my fave, I mean, dang. Ah, oh, darn it. An invasive pat down. Okay, so we watched we watched five more episodes of Dance 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 or and now we're going to just talk through them. And let me say, Mhm. I just came here to cry. Yeah. This show is a big tear jerker. So, we start with episode... S- seven? Yeah, episode seven. Yeah, we watched six. You're right. Okay, so episode seven. Ah, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, okay, and the way the show goes, uh, my notes could have been better for the beginning of this. It's Most of these are now set in the summer school that uh, Junpei and Luo are attending. I've been calling him Junpei this entire time. It's an M. He has an M in his name. Yeah, it's Junpei. I was looking at it written down, and I still was like, yep, that's an N. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, that's a horribly stupid, embarrassing mistake to make. Ah, so he's talking. embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> so the last, just a quick recap, because it was a while since we watched. The last thing he really did was have that conversation with that kindly old piano woman. Uh, and she, she talked about how you're, like, you're not doing classical ballet. And he, he's kind of thinking about that while they're working through ballet routines. And he's also counting. That's really important. He starts he's, off the episode. Well, at first he says that would be no fun. And then he starts counting his steps more. Yeah. So that he stays on beat. Uh, so he's doing that, which is great. He's showing signs of improvement. He says that the piano woman saw through his audacity. And then he asks one of the boys in the class. No, actually, he asks the teacher, uh, who invented ballet? And a lot of the boys just know that. Yeah, know right away. And one says, this person. And then another goes, actually, it would have been that person's teacher. Yeah, so what they say is, um, first of all, the teacher says, and it's only because this is a prop that actually becomes significant in a later scene. He's like, well, if you go to this room... If you go to the study room, there's a ton of books on ballet that you could read. And that ballet book comes back in a big way later on. Oh, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, one of the kids says Louis XIV cause, uh, 
yeah, Louis the uh invented ballet, and then and then someone's like, actually, it was Louis the Fourteenth's teacher because uh, he, and they uh, made a. So it was uh, ultimately Russian in origin because Louis the Fourteenth's teacher was Russian, and then it's this show of like nobility and civility that just got passed on through history. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go over the fact that you picked up a sparkly narwhal while we were. <laughs> for this conversation I had to make sure it was quiet first ah yeah it is quiet ah uh, you need a oh man you flick that back and forth and it changes the color yeah oh that's so cool okay uh, good idea to have a fidget I should have one of those honestly so yeah uh, Louis the Fourteenth and the royal family developed this whole fancy style of dancing based on Russian instruction uh, the big eared kid who is the only one of the kids whose name I didn't learn. <laughs> I know the other two are Yamato and... Or Yamato. Maybe it's Yamato. Uh, and, oh, I didn't learn anyone's and, name. And Misaki. And it's only because they're actually plot important. The big-eared kid is just kind of here for the vibes. He's just hanging out. He's, he's having a good time. He's here to show that there are emotional scenes. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a nice guy, but at no point is anyone like, you're gonna be the big dancer. <laughs> No, no one ever thinks that. In fact, I don't know if there's a scene of him actually really dancing all that much. No. So he invites uh, Junpei to a a dance show. Uh, Was it Don Quixote, I think? No. I actually didn't learn. I didn't write down where they go. I don't know either. Uh, But he invites them out to a ballet show. And then Luo is like, I don't want to come. That sounds really lame. And then... The guy goes, oh, this Russian dancer's gonna be there. And he's like, let's go right now! Oh, yeah, it was really cute. Yeah. And they're watching the show, and Jimpei starts doing his usual thing when the dancers are coming out, and he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The last one was like a recital, but this one is crazy. He says, I almost fell asleep. Yeah. And then he's wide awake for this one. Yeah. Uh, so Junpei stands up, and they're all like, oh my god, Junpei. And then, so embarrassing. And then Luo does as well. And Luo yells! Yeah, in the middle of a show, bravo! Which is very unballet of him. Yeah, very unballet. Uh, they learn about the scholarship that- The SS? Yes. The scholarship. SS scholarship that one of the people in the summer school is going to get at the end of the summer school. And also that SS class students sometimes get to dance on stage with, like, professional ballet people. Which is very exciting. Yeah. Uh, and suddenly, yeah, suddenly Junpei is like, well, that actually sounds really, really cool. Sorry, what's his name? Junpei. Because he's jumping all the time. Uh, he starts getting lost in music because he's fantasizing about being on stage. And he finds out that his teacher, uh, the Godai school teacher, the one who actually discovered him, used to be part of this school. And also that she went to Russia at one point to train. Mm-hmm. A thing that she never talked about. And then she left the school. And he's beginning to be tempted to switch schools. He's, he's beginning to see how uh, it's the Oikawa school is the one he's going to the summer school in, how he could really get a lot out of that. Oh, they have a locker room scene with the all the boys are together. And, and Junpei is like, 
yeah, this is fun, but I'm not really planning to... I don't really want to get into the SS. I just want to get all the kids back to the Godai school by being recognized by this teacher. And uh, Misaki... Sorry? Ticks them off. Oh, yeah, they get pissed off. Yeah, yeah, Yamato is just like, you should get out of here. You're screwing it up for the rest of us. And Junpei is like, well, you just have no confidence in yourself, clearly. No, wait, that's Luo, isn't it? You no, know, that's Luo. Luo actually stands up to the kid and starts yelling at him. It's like, no. you're just afraid. Luo starts roasting them. Yeah. But he curls up in a little ball while ro- roasting them. Yeah, because he's worried they're going to hit him. Uh, and he says one of their feet, I think Yamato's feet, your feet aren't beautiful. And then one of them tries to fight him and Junpei gets in the way. Yeah, uh, Junpei gets in the way. And then <laughs> Mas- Masaki is like, well, then let's settle this like men in a ballet off. Specifically doing this spin. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're doing pirouettes, I think, right? They're, uh, yeah, they're doing spins. And what they do is they put a little X on the ground. And uh, the four guys, Yamato, Luo, Junpei, and uh, Misaki are all going to do spins on a single spot. And it's whoever can do the most of them without losing their balance. I think it was like one from opposing groups first. Yes, yeah. Because Luo wasn't supposed to do it. Oh, I, I think you're right. And uh, the, 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 the deal is that if uh, Junpei loses, they have to leave the school. Uh, and it's an applause-based thing where it's like, clap for the person you think was the best. Uh, so the first guy goes and they're like, wow, he's doing doubles. It's really good. Damn, that's, that's great. And a lot of people clap. They're pretty impressed. And then Junpei goes. And Junpei's is kind of boring. He's just doing singles. Uh, so he's just doing one kind of spin. And he does it like a ton of times. And uh, at this point, uh, Misaki, who is actually uh, attending this this school, walks by and realizes that Junpei and Luo are there. Who's Misaki? Miss the girl. I thought it was Miyako. It is. So Miyako, thank you. <laughs> so Miyako uh, wanders by and see Misaki is the guy. Um, yeah, I was yeah. Like... There's M. I got those names confused. Uh, yeah, Miyako one wanders by and sees Junpei and Luo doing, like, once again, not knowing they're attending this school, just sees them doing spins in a room. We also don't know that Miyako is going to school there. I, I think they referenced it, but they never talked about it Yeah, and she's actually much. in the SS group. Yeah, she's, so like, she's good. advanced. Yeah, she's doing well. Um... Yeah, so they do spins. Junpei's is kind of boring, but he does a lot of them. And M- Miyako is like, oh my god, he's he's listened to his instruction. He's doing, like, full technique stuff. He's not getting off. He's in time, all this stuff. And she claps for him. And then another person claps for him. And she explained why. Yeah. Uh, she points out, uh, she's this, like, uh, smaller girl. She actually attended... The dance recital where Junpei and Luo did uh, the Swan Lake fight. And she was like, you saw her get kind of inspired watching that. But she points out that Junpei was perfectly on center the entire time he was doing it. Uh, whereas the other guy was kind of off and uh, lost his balance at one point. Junpei just kept it the whole time. So he was actually like more technically impressive. But... No one, you know, more people clapped because the other guy did the cooler, more audacious thing. Uh, and then they're told to get out because 
Junpei yeah. lost. Yeah, Junpei lost. He's like, doesn't matter. The audience liked us more. Which is also really funny because previously they were criticizing him for his Swan Lake. And they were like, your technique was all over the place. And he was like, well, the audience liked us more. <laughs> and then, then that, now they're like, what well, doesn't matter that I was, I was worse. The audience liked me more. So get out of our school. <laughs> and then... Uh, he walks over to Luo and apologizes for only being able to do singles. Yeah, and then Luo just comes out. <laughs> and destroys the competition. Yeah, because the other guy was doing doubles, and Luo was doing quadruples, and like he does a jump at one point, I think. <laughs> right before he starts to, he says, watch the X, I won't leave it. Yeah. Uh, he does a quadruple, and everyone's just like, oh my god. <laughs> and then he lands on the X. And, and afterwards, like, when Luo's clearly won and they get to stay, afterwards he's like, he, he's not even really talking to the guys he was competing with. He's just pissed off at Junpei. For- he says, Junpei. Did I stay on, <laughs> on the X? <laughs> Just ignores everyone and asks Junpei. Yeah, it really is reminiscent of that amazing moment where Junpei, <laughs> Junpei is like, yeah, I think these guys are doing better than you. They're in front of the mirror. And he's like, which of them is better than me? And then he just sits, talks to them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Des is like whispering to Junpei. That guy sucks. That yeah. guy sucks. <laughs> Um, and because Luo does so well, a bro crew form? Yeah, they all become friends, kind of. Well, one of- Misaki is the most evil kind of version of a friend. But- But, yeah. They- they end up all going and dancing? They- they, it's like, guys, I think there's only- they all go out and get ramen together, and then they find out that ramen is 2,000 calories a bowl, and they're like, oh, damn, we gotta- and then someone's like- Let's dance it off. And then it's Come a, on, boys. And it shows them twirling in the park. They all just go to the woods and dance together. Uh, so then they uh, kind of explain their backstories. Uh, Yamato is kind of like a country boy, and he's like, I, I want to make a living off ballet so I can marry my girlfriend. And Junpei's like, oh my god, he has a girlfriend. And then the other guy, uh, Misaki, who is also the playboy of the group, is like, I, my parents, if I don't like excel at this, then I, I can't uh, dance anymore. My parents will stop me from dancing and make me go back to sports. Uh, so that's his kind of motivation. He's like, this is kind of his last, like, and he was entering contests and stuff and winning a ton of national contests. And then Ears Guy, whose name I didn't remember, is like, I've only talked to my fiancé over the phone. And Junpei's like, he has a fiancé? <laughs> uh, Misaki, once again, the playboy of the group at one point, has someone refer to him by saying, your soul and dick are evil. Yep, that's that's a line that happens. Uh, and that's that's basically it. That's that kind of it. Yeah, we uh we have Luo. Oh, we have Luo express his goal, which uh, Jun- Junpei did not know was the same as his, is that he wants to go to wor- go to Russia and become a dancer, a noble, and and be like they have the same goal right now, pretty much. And then he has a flashback to his grandma just fucking him up. By the way. 
that gets dark. Yeah. That gets real dark. Uh, they have a, they're, this conversation we're talking about where they're like, this is my motivation. The entire time they're having this conversation, they're just on wooden logs over a pond. All holding their leg up. Balancing on a single leg, yeah. Uh, and that's that's kind of that episode. So that one is almost the setup of just like, this is what you need to know about these people for the show to make sense. Uh, and then it's episode eight. Oh, I want to do it again. And this is where I've noticed the episodes just start having things like, ah, or, oh. hmm, in the hmm. beginning of them. <laughs> oh, I want to do that. Uh, ah, I've been cut. <laughs> yeah. We have uh, the opening of the episode. Just more more abuse. Oh, yeah. Luo. Little, little Luo crying. and Getting stretched. By her stepping on him yeah and uh then and then always saying you what your mother could have done this your mother could have done that and smacking him just horrible yeah really. uh the the so junpei is picking him up in the morning and the teacher confronts him and says don't do this don't go to this place and then they run away and then they just yeah, yeah you're right he just runs uh the result is who you are now I don't remember what that is, but that seemed, like, really important. Oh, oh, uh, Luo was talking about, like, he kind of implies how horribly abused he was and how he wasn't suited for ballet to start with and he was molded into being that. Mm -hmm. And then Junpei is like, that doesn't matter because the result now is that you are fantastic. Like, just, I thought was very sweet. So yeah. The, the, was... the, the horror, it was horrible, that was horrible, but, like, you're great. Yeah. Uh, they're all set up to do pas de deux with the SS girls group. Said that totally wrong, but that's fine. Pa ba da ba da. Pa ba da ba da. realizes all the girls are wearing tight clothes, and he can see their nipples. And, and then he... one of the guys tells him, "Don't worry, you won't be paying attention to that for very long." Yeah. Uh yeah. The thing—it's a thing I experienced working at a at a historic site where everyone uh, was like. It was a Ukrainian historic site, so all the women wore uh, huskas, or what people call babushkas, which isn't actually a term for that. Um, and, like, one of the guys I remember distinctly saying to me, is like, yeah, you're really gonna, you're really in these, like, in these heavy clothes, you're really gonna start to notice, like, the shape of a woman's huska and stuff. And I was like, think... Probably not, but whatever. <laughs> what a what a weird thing yeah. to say. Because what uh what Misaki the horny bro is saying is when yeah your nipples are gonna mean nothing because we've been doing ballet for so long that means nothing to us. But when a girl lets her hair down after rehearsal, va boom. <laughs> it's uh, not about the nipples; it's about the hair. <laughs> uh. Miyako wants to be partners with Junpei, and Luo is... This is the first kind of inkling. Ju well, Junpei is Junpei, into Miyako the whole asks time. her. Yes. And she comes up to him and she's like, yeah, it was fun dancing with you before. And Luo gets jealous of that. Kind of, he's like, why would you want to dance with him? When you can dance with me! Yeah. And this is, the, I think, the first inkling you really get that Luo is possibly in a love triangle-esque Thing. I don't understand if it's a love triangle or if he just wants her attention because she's... I don't think it's romantic love. Yeah, I don't think he... I don't think Luo really understands or experiences romantic love that much. 
I think he's the, been The more so... you watch it, the more it makes sense to Yeah. That it's just the attention of someone who he need, like, was there for him. She is his she is the only person who's been like who he feels like safe with, I think. Bitch, I don't think is fair to her. But... No. I and I think they make they make some decisions that are understandable but are also like Their You kids? see it you see it and you're like I don't think this is, like, right for Miyako to have to give up things like this to be there, the person. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously this is, as we now know, a story that continues past the first season. Uh, That will obviously develop and change, too, but... I don't know if they're actually going to be in it as much. Maybe not. Yeah, it could be him pushing past and going, Uh, going further. I could see Luo continuing to be a thing. Yeah, I just don't think very much, because there's a... Anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get... That'll be in the last episode. Uh, So, he ends... uh, Junpei... They end up getting paired off based on size, so Luo does end with... (laughs) They're trying... Luo takes Miyako, and he's like, you're supposed to be with me. Yeah. And then a teacher comes and says, actually, we're going to pair up people. Hey, Miyako and Luo look good together. Yeah. And then they go off and stand, and they're, like, posing like spank, spank. models. <laughs> posing like snuggle models. Or models. Smack. Ah. Smack. Ah. Is that what we're doing in this one? Okay, we'll do oh, smack I don't, I don't know. So Junpei ends up getting paired off with Natsuki, who is the girl who clapped for him. And also the daughter. Of the... Uh, is her name Oka- Oikawa? I think so. I, I think, think it's a generational. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So Oika- Oikawa, the clearly evil woman who runs this school, uh, the evil lady's oh, the evil lady's daughter is the what I put in the in my notes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then he uh, Jim Pacey's Luo and Miyako dancing together, and he's like, "Damn, they dance really well together." And Natsuki is like, yeah, because he's trying to make her look better. And you don't do that when you dance with people. She says she's not going to bring herself down or whatever to... Yeah. Or she's not going to match him, is what she says. Yeah, which she accused Miyako of doing, of like trying to make him look good, basically. And he's supposed to be making her look good. Yeah, and Luo does... He, uh, he notes Luo pauses her at specific poses so that she... She looks good. Um, to show her at her best. And then Junpei kind of starts to get that idea in his head. Uh, Natsuki is really good at dancing, obviously, because she's she's the daughter of the person who runs the school. She's also in sixth grade, and she's actually jumped up several classes. So she's young for her, like, class as well, because of how technically good she is. Uh, after the thing... Misaki asks Luo if he could get Miyako's phone number because he wants to go on dates with her because he wants to just did did I miss something was there something um I'm I'm pretty sure the younger girl in that class tries to lean on him and they fall oh yeah right yes which is kind of important and uh and then yeah he falls under her and she lands on top of him and the teacher's like good instinct protecting the girl and then she gets mad because she can hear people whispering, saying they have never seen her fall before. Yeah. She gets embarrassed and leaves. Yeah. I uh, Yes, you're right. And then the conversation with Misaki and Luo happens. And Luo is like, don't bother trying to date Miyako. She likes me. Yeah. <laughs> and you hear that and you're like, 
which happens, and then uh, Miyako like comes running and asks where Junpei is, and you just see a moment of Luo's face. Yeah, with uh, so hesitation, Jun- Junpei goes and finds uh, Natsuki. Uh, she's still training, even though class is done, and he begins to film her. <laughs> and debatably, one of the best moments in this episode, she sees him. But you only see it through the lens of the camera where she angrily spins towards him yeah. and then tries to kick him. Yeah, she like <laughs> kicks at the camera. That's such a good bit. Uh, so yeah, he's filming her. They're all meeting up. Is this where it happens? Is this where... Uh, is this where they're like all the boys and girls are going out but Misaki is like, you should meet up with Miyako? Or is that later yes, on? Yes, I think they also... Oh, uh, okay, I actually found my notes. Okay, so emo, he says that her, she has an emo face. Oh, and yeah, when he is videotaping Natsuki. Yeah. He says it's, uh, cute or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he says you have a cute emo face, and she says, arrow face, you pervert. And then he says, no, emo. Yeah, uh, she says at one point that she can't stand not being the best, it makes her want to die. And he's impressed by, like, her passion. He says she see- he sees small flames in her eyes. And then he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and then they then they meet the next day for the class. Uh, Natsuki and Junpei are paired off together again. And he says... Oh, she's annoyed at him because she says he's playing it safe. Yes, yes. And then he does a jump. Yeah. And she says that she can't match that. Yeah. And then he's he's just like, well, try it. Let's try just jumping together. Let's try to jump in unison. And they do it. And, and create magic. Yeah, like the world around them is sparkly. And they're like, ah! <laughs> uh, and they're just jumping back and forth, losing their minds. And everyone else is like, what are they doing? And then uh, they're so caught up in jumping, they don't notice how far they're jumping. Yeah. And they hit the window. Yeah. And then they fall down, and the teacher's like, you gotta pay attention to where you're going. And they're like, I had no idea and we were going. Stop gonna... fooling around. Yeah, yeah. We didn't know we were going to jump that far. And then she slaps it. Yeah, he looks at her, like, with amazement, and she yeah. slaps him and walks away. Yeah. Uh, Misaki is like, we're all going to go and hang out with the girls. <laughs> um, but then, says to Junpei, mm-hmm. Miyako has something to say is waiting to you. for you in the study yeah to talk to you and he's like yeah and girls like that they sometimes just need a little push you know uh also at one point <laughs> because he's being a manipulative prick misaki is also like luo you have to come all the girls love you you have that you're that dead-eyed pretty boy <laughs> that's that's <laughs> great for all the women <laughs> this guy's evil yeah yeah he he really sucks and it doesn't sound like it as much now but the next Details. Yeah, are, are pretty important. Uh, so they're... Yeah. Um, someone is... Oh, uh, someone tells Luo he doesn't have enough charisma. I th- no, no. Someone tells Miyako she doesn't have enough charisma to be a dancer. Like, to be a big number one dancer. No? Okay, we'll just cut that. Uh, so Junpei goes to meet Miyako in the, in the study. And they're both talking. Uh, Miyako... They, it, it's Junpei's revealed. reading a book. Yeah, Junpei's reading a book it. on ballet. Uh, it, it it becomes very clear that both of them were just told the other had something to say to them. And then they're like... By the same 
person. Yes. Um, and then they're like, what are they trying to do here? And then they continue to talk, and Junpei just kind of profess... What is the word? Professes? Yeah, professes. Professes his like for her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he he says, I like you. And then he goes to like, it looks like he's just going to kiss her on the mouth. And he kisses the side of her head. Which is cute. It's very cute. And, and then, then he tries to kiss her. <laughs> and she pushes him away and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I misread this. I'm a monster. I'm going to leave. And she's like, I like you too, but... But we're in public. And anyone could see us, and this is pretty fast. And then he does the most goddamn, like, baller move in the world. He just takes the frickin' ballet book, puts it next to their heads, and then kisses her behind it. But who sees but? Misaki is like, oh, Luo, uh, actually, there's this thing. uh, I I need to show you something. Uh, It has something to do with Miyako. Come with me. Come to the study. And then Misaki shows Luo them kissing. And then it kind of shows that um, Zaki, he's actually, he wants the SS scholarship so mm-hmm. bad that he's pitting Junpei and Luo against each other. Yeah, he's he's pulling some manipulative moves. He's also just trying to break Luo, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because Luo seems like the bigger threat to him. Um, totally. And Luo, go, they, they go and meet up with the rest of the group, uh, Junpei and Miyako. And they're like, where's Luo? And someone just goes, oh, he went home alone. And then it shows Luo on the train by himself. Yeah. Which is sad, but also kind of great because Luo's taking the train by himself. He's learned how to use the train. Which is nice in a sad way. Yeah. And now episode nine. I want to get better too. Uh... So Luo is, it's, most of these start with Luo having flashbacks, and this one is a flashback of his mother saying phrases to him in Russian that we don't get translations of until later on. And it's uh, the mother saying, say this before you dance, say this every time, because it basically, like, means good stuff will happen. Yeah, um, it's like a good luck charm. It's a Russian, yeah, yeah, it's a charm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Luo uh, gets to class without Junpei, and is doing intimidating, flexible stuff. And everyone in class is a super big fan of Luo, except that one guy. Yeah. Everyone thinks he's awesome. Uh, but then he starts doing... Junpei is like, how do you get... How are you this flexible? Like, women this age aren't this flexible. And Luo's like, oh, let me show you. And he starts doing stretches on Junpei by putting his body weight on his legs. Which is something his grandma did to him. Yeah, so he's basically replicating the abuse he suffered as a child. But I honestly, I don't see this one as... I think there's a bit of aggression in it because he's mad at Junpei. But I also think he doesn't understand that it's wrong to do that to a degree. Uh, To a degree, I think he knows a little bit. Yeah, I I think he does want to hurt him. He wants yes. to cause him pain, but he I think he also believes the way he was trained isn't wrong necessarily. Um and then the Oikawa? Yeah. runs in and stops her saying he's going to hurt Junpei. Yeah, and she says this is not officially recognized. Like this is not the standard way to do this now. And Luo is like, "But it I didn't get hurt." And she she's just like I get why your mom ran away from your grandmother. Yeah, she's kind of brutal to Luo. Yeah. 
And then they're walking, and Misaki, once again, just chill guy Misaki. Yeah, chill for the most part, and then just throws devastating stuff at Luo. So, Luo, uh, how, how, how's it going with your, uh, with your younger brother? Your mother looks very happy with this new, new little guy. What? You didn't know that you have a younger brother? That your mom has a kid with a new family? What? You didn't know that? And what, then do you not talk to your mom? Luo answers by just saying she's not... She's not happy. She's a dirty liar. Yeah, and then he walks away. Yeah. And Mizaki? Yeah, uh, Misaki, Mizaki. I don't know. Misaki. He says, dang, that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you not broken? <laughs> the specific instruction this, this woman who runs Oikawa gives is that... When they're dancing, she wants them to take her to Swan Lake for their show-off thing at the end of the week. Uh, so the th- we find out now that the two things that we hear in Russian over and over again are I pray for your success and to the devil. Uh, don't I think we also find out that she left him and said she'd come back for him yes. in that moment. Yeah. Uh, she she was like, I, I'll come back for you, I swear. And it's like, he's four years old, and she clearly did not. Um, Luo leaves the school, and he's saying... He... Are you talking about the time he, like, actually just leaves? Yeah, yeah, it's, they're all gonna dance for Oikawa. Yeah, and he, he goes to dance and freezes. Yeah. And then she just... Oikawa basically just tells him to... Go away if he's not dancing. Yeah, you're in the way specifically, too. Yeah. Uh, you're in the way, get out of here. And he does. And Junpei tracks him down in the hallway, and he says, I have nothing to learn here. And then he says, I hate doing ballet. And this is where Luo completely breaks. Yeah. And Junpei remembers Luo standing up and yelling bravo, so he's like, you don't Hate You're ballet. a liar. Yeah, you you might hate some stuff, but you don't hate ballet. That's for sure. Um, he runs into Miyako in the hallway at one point, and he asks her out on an actual date. Oh, uh, he meets her because Oikawa is like Junpei, come to my office. Yeah, and she steps out. Yeah, and she's leaving, and and this is where we also. I still feel like there's just more shit going on with Miyako because she's like, yeah, we're talking about my future. Anyways, let's continue on. Like, I still could see that she might be dying. I don't know. Yeah, I'm... She's so evasive about, like... Everything? What her intention in life is, you know? Yeah, I mean, we get a little glimpse of that in the next episode. We do. Kind of. Yeah, what she wants in her dreams and stuff. But, like, I feel like there's still enough room for her to be like, yeah, it turns out I'm only gonna live to 19. Like, I could see that happening. Um... I just don't know if they're going to give her that much light now that... It does... You are right that the end of this season, you could see it as a resolution to the, like, the Godai school people in general. I think they come back, but I don't think they're a big part. Hmm. Anyway. Makes sense. Um... So, he is called into the office because Oikawa wants to give him the scholarship. The SS scholarship. Yes. And... And then Junpei's like, but Luo's a better dancer than me. And she's like, he's too weak psychologically. He has too much stuff going on and his uh, mental state is breaking. Mm-hmm. And then she gives a speech about how she wants 
what she what her actual goal is is to bring Japan to like the level of countries like Russia uh, in the ballet world. And to do that, she needs great people. And she yeah, she needs specifically a star to bring in a lot of people so that people will want to come to Japan to train. Junpei goes to talk to the Godai teacher. Well, mm. before that, she specifically says, if you choose this path, you cannot go to Godai anymore. Yes. Yeah, it is exclusionary. You can't do both. And he goes to <laughs> his Godai teacher and he's like, I'd like to do both. <laughs> well, he doesn't mean to bring it up with her she mm. just already knows when he gets there yeah you're right he says because he says i've been recognized by this teacher which was his goal to get all the students back yeah Would which be, he also says yes uh so the students can come back now and she's like so you got offered the scholarship huh and he's like yeah y yes so now i'll do both and then she says don't come back you've made your choice yeah uh so he says then in the locker room later on that he wants the scholarship and Misaki just starts pushing him. Well, he doesn't say, I want it. He says, I think yeah. I want it. Oh, that Which really... absolutely skyrockets Misaki's anger. You think you want it. Like, I've given my life to this thing and you've done this for like, I've been preparing for this school specifically for a year, which is longer than you've been dancing in your entire life. And then Junpei says, I've loved ballet for eight years. <laughs> I've been training in secret, and now I can do the real thing. And everyone's just kind of quiet. Well, I think it's Yamato. When, he's, when uh, Junpei says, I've loved ballet for eight years, Yamato says... What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, yeah, that's really funny. And then Misaki is like, by the way, Luo likes Miyako, and he saw you kissing. Because I set it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, you dick. <laughs> uh, and then he, he's leaving the school, and he's like, God, and he's just torn. He doesn't know which way he wants to go with his life. And he sees uh, Natsuki up on a balcony, and the, like there's sparkly bits around her, and he's like, damn. I want to dance with her more. But then he sees Miyako and she's like, I, I have movie things. We can decide what movie to watch and we can go to the carnival for dating and stuff. And she's really excited. And he's like, well, going to Godai school. <laughs> I'm going to turn down the scholarship because a girl wants to date me. Um, so then he's he goes to the, the Godai ballet school and bangs on Luo's door. Or he well, decides... He, yes. he goes to... Instead of showing up... Okay. Yeah, we missed a bit. Uh, he decides to go to the Godai school instead of Oikawa. So he decides to skip the final for mm. their class, summer class, basically. And he shows up um, at Miyako's door saying, let's go on a date, basically. Yeah, for the whole day. And she's like, no, go to your thing. And he's like, no. And he's he's kind of telling her... No, and then he says, excuse me, and he just, like, runs past her and starts yeah. banging on Luo's door. And he's like, you go to this, I'm not doing this thing, I'm going on a date with Miyako, which is great, and I'm really excited about that. <laughs> but you have to go show Oikawa that you're worth something, it pisses me off that you're not! Yeah. And he goes in the room, and Luo's room. Luo's not there. Yeah, is empty. And there's a picture missing yeah. from his wall. And definitely both of us were like, 
Oh, God. That's not good. (laughs) Which then episode 10 just feeds into the fear I had. Yeah, pushes it so much further. Oh, my God. Which is so mean. Yeah. So unbelievably mean. Yeah, the guy we know is mentally unbalanced at the best of times. It goes missing, and then the show decides this is the best time to tell you. He is far more mentally unbalanced than you even imagined he was. Uh, this episode is, uh, to, its title might be a bit of a spoiler. It's titled, Miyako, You Need to Be By His Side. Wonder what happens. Uh, I think it starts with them on a train. Yeah, and she's telling Junpei about uh Yeah, Luo. he he asks about Luo and then the rest of the episode is basically Luo's story. Yeah, yeah, she tell most of it is just her telling him. So, yeah, it sh- it sh- jumps back to when Miyako is a little girl uh before Luo starts living with her and her mother. They uh, go to get Luo. Yes. They're going, yeah, they're going to go. Yeah, in fact, yeah, the mother wants to actually just take him at this point already cuz she's like he is being she clearly can tell he's being abused. Yeah. Um, they go to the grandmother's house. And she first Ooh. turns them away because she, she thinks they are... Yes. We actually get uh, even more than that. We get we get a flashback within a flashback. Because Miyako is going with her mom. And her mom starts telling her the flashback of her grandmother's life. <laughs> oh, we yeah. Get, so, so what happened with the grandmother... Is that she got, she was getting into ballet and she wanted to become an international star. She goes to Japan to do, or to Russia to do it. And in that time, Asian people were just not going to become big ballet people. And then on top of that, she gets injured. She comes back to Japan, gets married, and has uh, Miyako's mom. But she's full Japanese and she knows that she will never be. An amazing ballet dancer. She'll, yeah, she'll just because never be she's accepted. Full Japanese. Yes. So what she then does is goes to Russia and has another baby. Yes, which is Luo's mom. And she, I don't think, wants anything to do with ballet. No, she becomes an idol. She and uh, a, a idol like marked by um, controversy. So she, the grandma, I guess, just gets her hands on Luo and. He's her hope for their family becoming a famous dance ballet family, which is in no way terrifying. Imagine the idea of, like, being in a position where you... Like, how horrible it would be. The grandma's a terrible person, like, outright. But imagine how horrible it would be to be like, well, the only thing I care about is this. And specifically because of my ethnicity... I am just limited in, like, how I can do it. So I have to go and have sex with a Russian man to have a Russian I want to know the conversation she had with the Russian man. Yeah, like, was this, like... Did she trick him? You just see this woman and you don't get the vibe that she had. Like, love was a concept to her at any point. Did she watch someone stretch and she was like, (laughs) that guy, that's the one? (laughs) Before you bed me, I need you to place your ankle atop this bar. (laughs) And do a jump Mm. and spin. No. No. (laughs) Next! (laughs) Just goes to bars and gives people to dance. Yeah, Yeah, what's the audition process for for having Luo's to be in Luo's Maybe she awkwardly just sat in audition rooms for ballets. Oh. 
And then, like, would just, yeah, just hit on dudes relentlessly afterwards. <laughs> like, I kind of, that's kind of a fascinating story in itself. A woman going to Russia specifically to have a baby that will be good at ballet. And, like, just the weird, the weird lengths you would have to but go to. I also like the, like, screw you moment of the kid she tries to make to do that. <laughs> not doing ballet. <laughs> that sounds horrible, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anywho. So they yeah, they get they get to the house and um Now this is what you were saying is the grandma says something to uh Miyako. Oh, that's really mean. About her not being a dancer because she's Japanese. Yes, yeah, totally. And her mother kind of shoes her away and says She's just dancing for fun right now. Leave her alone. Yeah. And this uh, this is the episode that made me really like, really like the mother, Miyako's mother more, because you see how horrible her mother was, and you're like, damn, you're a good person somehow. I feel like she didn't live with her mother for very long. No, probably not. But she followed her in, like, career-wise. It's so strange. That everyone in this- kind of. <laughs> Every generation. She, her, her way of teaching is- nicer Mm -hmm. so i think she's trying to so her her mother went the way of forceful and Mm -hmm. now miyako's mom is more taking the route of have fun and be yourself yeah foster love for the thing instead of forcing it upon you yeah love will inspire passion kind of uh so we get to the house she's they open the door the grandma's there and the mother is giving the grandma money, so she's clearly economically supporting her, too. And the grandma's just like, next time, just send it by mail. And then the the mother is like, I uh, heard that Luau is not attending school at all. <laughs> the grandma's like, they're making fun of him. He doesn't want to go. And from what it looks like is Luau just lives in the practice room. It sure seems like he lives in a hole in the ground, basically. In his underwear all the time, too. Yeah. Yeah, she, like, doesn't treat him like a human being. Uh, so, there's, like, stuff happening up front, and then Miyako actually goes around the side of the house, and there's the little hobbit door, and she's just remembers... We also get, like, kind of good, subtle storytelling that, at this point in the show, Miyako's parents are clearly on the way out with each other. Oh yeah. Like we but it's really subtle and it it's not really addressed directly but it's like the dad is just traveling a lot and gives her candy that she's not allowed to tell the mom about when he gets home. Like and that's all that's the only interaction she has with her dad. And she also starts saying things in her head about does mom not think I'm good enough to dance? Yeah, and it's because... So it's just for fun? Yeah, it's... Yeah, exa- and, yeah, she's getting insecure because her mom isn't, like, pushing her. Her mom is like, yeah, you should just... And that's kind of what I mean by her mom went the other way. Yeah. But Miyako reads into it wrong. Yeah, yeah she's reading it as a criticism of her ability to dance and not just her mother being like, there's more to life than ballet. Because she sees how toxic ballet is. Yeah, yeah, she just—it's it's really well done because it's like yeah, she doesn't want that for her daughter, but the way her daughter wants approval is through dancing. Uh, yeah, it's really this show surprise. It won the contest, so yeah, apparently written pretty well. Yeah. Who would have guessed? Also, just beautiful. <sighs> so beautiful. Gorgeous. 
So she is holding. Oh, Miyako. Miyako is holding snacks, and we really went on a diversion there, didn't we? Or we yes. got to the next plot point, which is she realizes Luo is in the door next to her. Staring at her. Yes. And she's like, do you want some snacks? And he shuts the door. Yeah. And then opens it and pops his hand out. Yeah. And then she gives him one and he hand withdraws and then the door opens and he's like, hi. <laughs> what kind of fruit is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very cute. Uh, then... <laughs> So they start hanging out, and she starts playing, like, piano and stuff for him to dance to. It's important to note that she wants to hang out with him, and he says he'll get in trouble. But around this time, his grandma takes some pills to sleep, and she's out for two hours. Yes. So she starts coming by in that two-hour period. In that interval, she plays piano, and he dances. And he enjoys dancing when... And he looks so happy. Yeah. And then he says something mean about her mom. He says something like, you've got to train in this specific way or you'll never get anywhere like your mother did. And then Miyako goes to leave because she's hurt by that. Yep. And he says, and it does, uh, he, he's like, if you don't come back, I will take all of my grandmother's pills and it will kill me. And then he puts a bunch of them in his mouth. And she's like, stop it. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, Which is our biggest, oh, so where did Luo go last episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, this guy with a history of maybe threatening to kill himself if he doesn't get what he wants from Miyako, which is, once again, like... I don't that- know if it's just um to get from Miyako. I think he's that... Lonely. Lonely and desperately sad without another person. Yeah, and so it's less about the manipulation and more that he's like, oh, I have nothing. In this this circumstance. In this exact situation. This is him saying, I have nothing, which is unfortunately a little not great for Miyako. No, no, it's really bad for Miyako. You feel... Why I want her plotline to continue is I feel like that's a very tragic... The way it ends is I consider very tragic for her specifically. Yes. Is the... I don't like a character ending. I mean, it's realistic, and it would be quite sad if it's just what she ends up doing. Um, So she she continues to come back. Yep. (laughs) As it turns out, uh, an eight-year-old will be like, oh, I don't want you to kill yourself, so I'll keep coming back. And she does... And she doesn't ever really dance, and she's like, in part, she's like, well, he's so good, and I'll never be that good, and I never get the thing, I never, my dad is even like, anything else you're interested in trying, Uh, that kind of stuff. So she's just like, she feels, I think, kind of neglected is wrong, but like, she doesn't really feel encouraged by anybody to do it. No, she she's kind of pulling herself to do it. No yeah. one's really pushing her to do it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like anyone wants her to. Uh, then she comes one day and tries the door and it's locked. And Luo isn't letting her in. And she freaks out yeah, be- because she sees a bottle of pills spilt yeah. on the lawn. Yeah, and she's quite justifiably thinks that Luo has killed himself. And then she sees him in a tree. And he explains... There was a spider in the studio that he caught in the jar, 
and he tried to let it go, and then it climbed up the tree. And he followed it. <laughs> and then he jumps off the tree and lands like a like an angel. <laughs> like he please <laughs> He like he falls from several feet up and just lands perfectly. And then he says, uh, I want you to dance so we can dance together. And then the grandma was listening the whole time. And she's like, you're why he wants to go to school, you little harlot. She doesn't say harlot. No, but, but that's basically what she says. And then much. she tells him if you don't want to be the best, go live with her. But otherwise come back. But no, things will go back to normal. And he goes, and actually, a detail worth mentioning is before this happens, mm-hmm. he says she should start, like, he tells Miyako she should start training with him. Yeah. And she turned it down, but she secretly sees him get trained. And she sees how horrible it is. And she's quietly crying while he's being abused. Because she literally, like... I don't think we've... De- it's We've talked about it a bit, but, like, it is an old, an adult woman grabbing a kid's leg and putting her full body weight on him to, like, bend it backwards to increase its flexibility. Like, it is horrifying. She also does smack him. Yes, she also hits him while she's doing that. And she also mentally abuses him by saying he's not good enough while she's doing that. That his mother could have done it better. She always tells him his mother could have done it better. Which is... Ironic, because his mother isn't a... Isn't a ballet dancer. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why his mother wanted to stop. (laughs) Uh, So then she's she's like, I just stopped seeing him so much after that. Because I think he stops answering the door for her. The grandma says, if you want to be the best and live with me, you're not allowed to see Miyako anymore. So he stops seeing Miyako. And then for the most, it cuts back to the train. And for the most mundane reason, it's kind of amazing. Not amazing. Amazing is the wrong word, but it's just like, well, anyways, her dementia got worse and uh, Luo got caught shoplifting some candy. So now he lives So now he lives with us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this whole devastating story, and then it's like, ah, he got shoplifted some candy, yeah. and now he lives with us. Long story short. And and Junpei is like, oh my god, you were his only light, and I put that light out. And then he... I don't know if we mentioned, but they're on the train because mm-hmm. they think Luo's going to go see his grandma. Yes, I don't think we mentioned that, but yeah, yeah that's... That is the whole reason they're on the train. They're going to the home she's being kept in, and... Yeah, so they're on the train, and then Luo, Jun, Junpei basically says, we can't be together. Because to Luo needs you. And then she starts crying. Oh no, she runs away from him on the beach. And he jump he tackles, tackles her? her. And and she's like, I just wanted to be happy, pretty much. And then what... she has a quick flashback yeah. of all the moments that made her happy. Yeah. And then she starts crying, and he's like, I made her cry. And it's just devastating. It's very... It's very sad. And it's all... It's... <sighs> like, it. it's really... Junpei, it's just kind of another love to him. Yeah. He'll have more. But to Miyako, this was her moment to be someone else besides a shield for someone. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is like... It's why I want their all of their plots to develop. Because I don't think it's actually... Like, I don't know if it's really... It raises questions, which I guess is good, but I don't know if it's right for Junpei to be, like, making that call for her as well, you know? 
Like he, she's not the one he, he who makes goes. It, but then she decides she, it's the right one. She does ultimately agree with it. Yeah, but it's just it is. It's very. I sad. think more Junpei is letting her know it's okay. You don't have to be with me. Yeah, I guess he's giving her permission. Uh, so they come out and they see Luo on the beach dancing. But he's dancing Swan Lake in the sand, which is. In the Making sand. him fall on his face. And he's also doing Odile's part. He's doing the, like, woman's part of the dance. Which, uh, and they're like, why are you doing that? Um, and the grandma is watching, clapping, and yeah. she keeps calling him... He keeps calling her in her mother's name, his mother's name. Yeah. Uh, so, and then she's like, yeah, good job, my daughter. And, uh, he falls down, and Jun- Junpei is like, what, what are you doing? Uh, come on, let, you, you should dance the Rothbart part. You should dance the Rothbart part. And, and Luo is like, this is the only time she's ever praised me. <laughs> and yeah. she is clearly, like, at this point, totally riddled with dementia. She has no idea what's going on. Cause she's just happily clapping and, like. He's falling on his face yeah. and she's still happily clapping. Uh, and she hasn't, like, I think the purple blanket she has has been with her the entire time. Uh, Like, she had it back in the flashback as well, and she has a purple blanket covering her now. Um, And they start doing the dance. Okay, this is also a thing where I want to bring up my theory. I don't think the show makes it explicit, but one of the reasons that Luo's abuse is substantially, like, physically worse is that, specifically, we never see the kinds of dancing that his grandmother is actually making him do. So I think his grandmother was making him learn women's parts for ballet his entire life. Yeah. And that's why she was, like, also breaking his body. Because they also note that he can, he has more flexibility than women do. And I think she broke, like, she hurt him so much to get him in a, like, physical position where he could do women's parts. She was actually, um, in one of the episodes that happened before this, she also... Uh, Luo mentions that he, sorry, Luo also mentions that his grandma focuses on flexibility and like strength Yeah, more than jumping. And he actually has never tried jumping. He actually didn't. Yeah. He didn't learn actual ballet moves for a very long time, uh, because she was only focusing on his physical conditioning. Yeah. Which means she was literally, like, he didn't even get to do the fun parts for years because she was just bending his body and slapping him. Great. This is, she's a great woman. Is So he convinces, he doesn't even have to convince her, really. He he just says, yeah, your your grandson Luo is does amazing as Rothbart in Swan Lake. And they start, uh, he starts looking for the music that they danced to, and he's like, I don't know the name of the song. And Miyako says, hand it over, I'll, I'll look it up. And we see her, and her eyes are dead inside. Yeah, yeah. she looks like late-season Attack on Titan characters. She is heartbroken. She's devastated. Uh, and that's the end of that episode, pretty much. It's just... Uh, and then it's basically just set up for the final episode... Oh, I think I love classical ballet. They start doing the Swan Lake dance, and it's different from the last time. Well, so Miyako leans in to make it look like she's kissing Yeah. Junpei and says, you're right, this is what I need to do. Yeah. And then they do their... 
Yeah, they, they do their dance, and then uh, that incites Luo to be, like, to actually feel the, like, jealousy and hatred that the character Rothbart feels, and he pushes them apart and grabs her away from him. In fact, I think that's the end of the last episode, yeah. and then the this one starts. And she tells Luo he sucks. Yeah, she pushes Luo and says, you suck at this, Miyako does. Uh, and Which makes him try harder. Yes. Yeah. He has this big internal thing where, he, like, like the sixth episode, he has this massive internal, like, uh, internal thought process that literally accumulates him in him saying to himself, I'm a mass of hatred that exists for no reason. And uh, that's when he finally gets totally in the head of the character of Rothbart. And it's very intense. Yeah. And then gets very sad. It gets very sad. Uh, he f he reaches a point where he's just out of, like, he's, he's drained. He wants Junpei to get up again so yeah. that he can kill him again. And, and he doesn't, yeah. and it's devastating to Luo. And Luo is, like, loses his wings, basically. He's, like, metaphorically, my wings are gone Give me my wings back. Uh, and then we find the, uh, we, we see the, uh, Miyako's mom who has come out because she found a note saying we think Luo went to see his, his grandmother. So she actually comes out and finds them and she's approaching the beach. And as she approaches the beach, she sees that Luo has grabbed his grandmother's blanket, like this distinctive symbol of her and is using it as his evil wings while dancing in the waves. And it's, it's beautiful. It's glorious, as always. But like, it, yeah, it is tremendous. And his grandmother actually stands up from her wheelchair and applauds at the end of that. Um, are there any other big detail? Like, there's he he poses and then falls to his knees after oh, yeah. his pose, and Miyako runs to him. Yeah, and she starts kind of comforting him, and then the teacher comes by and thanks Junpei, I believe. Yeah, Miyako's mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She thanks him, and she she's like... This is a family thing now. You can go. Yeah. And then he runs off to... And, oh, she also says, trust your gut, because it's probably what the right choice is. And he runs! To go and get to the variation. Sorry. A line the, the, the teacher says is so good, which is, uh, I was cursed by the same person. And I, I am the right person to teach you how to take this curse and turn it into magic to Luo. And Luo looks at her and says, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> and then she kind of like jokingly strangles them down yeah. and is like, I will teach you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're dying. Luo saying no to things is so fun. <laughs> Come back to class. No. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we then get to the actual. It's the it's the place where everyone is auditioning for the one scholarship to be in the SS. And we're seeing Misaki, Miss Misaki, yeah, uh, dance. And he's like, he's like, yes, I am technically. He he keeps naming the styles of dancer he's impersonating and like who he's using and where he's getting all the stuff from and then talks to his friends about how it's like yes I'm all technique and precision and then internally he's just says I'm a liar I just want to keep dancing <laughs> uh, and the whole thing ends and they're like 
Okay, well, that's it. Thanks for coming, everybody. We'll let the people know. You all worked very hard. Good job. And they're literally walking out the door. And then it's Do raining they- outside. <laughs> smacks the door with his hand holds it open like in an incredibly dramatic pose and water is just dripping off of him and he's like I made it in time and Oikawa says no you didn't (laughs) it's over and then she starts walking away and he grabs her and drags her back and like literally physically Drapes her back into the room. And he asks the nice old piano lady, it's like, play a song, please. And she's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And she plays the song for him to dance to. Most of the episode is this dance, I'd say. Most of the episode is this dance and people just going, wow, "Wow, this is this technique. He's not good with it. So it's just people analyzing. Yes. Um, Natsuki is like throwing a towel at him. He's like, please, for the love of God, just dry off so you don't trip. And he's like, no. Huh? Slip. Slip. Yeah. So you don't slick? Is that what I said? You said trip. Oh, trip. Yeah, good point. Uh, Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm going to dance. And he does one jump. And Misaki is like, oh, my God, he changed the room by jumping. Yeah. And then it continues... He just continues to dance, and people analyze him. Yeah. And then... The gen... Oh, sorry. Go for it. And then... Go for it. Well, I was just gonna say, the general consensus before the thing happens is that he is technically good. Or no, he's technically rough. Like, he keeps kind of mixing up things and not doing it perfectly. Bending his wrists a little too much. Yeah. But he is also has, like, individual moments that are utterly captivating. And he, like, is so expressive that people, most people are like, wow, he's really just bringing us along on the journey. And then... He jumps and slips and falls on his face. Yeah. And then he lies on the ground for a while and people are like, oh no, the song is almost over. While he's dancing, he is also, once again, doing the internalization of Swan Lake. Yeah. Like, he's seeing Odile and he's seeing Miyako when he's dancing. And he's dancing that, like, love. And then he falls down... And he remembers what's actually, what actually just happened. She's been taken away from him. Yeah, by Rothbard. And he stands up and has a sadness part of his dance. Yeah, he has a sad sequence and he starts improvising the dance moves as well. And the old lady starts playing differently because of his influence on the dance. Yeah, yeah. Or I guess Um, his dance influences the music because of the tone he has set. And then he goes back to the happy, like, uh, following the choreography dance. And everyone's like, but his dance is tinged with sadness now. Um, And he starts singing the song for the last section as well, too, which is... (laughs) The last one. Section. (laughs) Yes. You start singing for the last section. And uh, everyone is floored. Big Ears starts crying and also says, reality is so cruel. Because, um, and then Misaki says, or maybe Yamato or Misaki, I can't remember which of them. One of them says he has intuition, uh, like uh, charisma. He has all of these things and they're all elements that can't be taught. And he's just not technically at the highest level as a dancer yet. He doesn't have the, like, experience required yet. Yeah. But he has all of the things that, like, make you a star that you need that you can't, like, learn or train. And Oyakawa 
starts very displeased with him. Yeah. In fact, she, for the first part of the dance, doesn't even open her eyes. She's just... I think that's just her eyes. Oh, she that's looks true. like her eyes are always closed. That is that is true. Yeah, because someone just goes, will you at least look at him? And she says, I am. <laughs> uh, and uh, she, yeah, she starts off saying, like, why would you show me that? What you stopped heck? me just for that? Yeah, you you didn't even follow the choreography. Do you think you're a better choreographer than this guy? And the other teacher is like, he made that up on the spot. That's... He's like, where'd you learn that? And Junpei says just from... Like videos and watching, watching ballet and stuff. And yeah. <laughs> um, and she he she's like, no. You, you don't make it. Anyways, goodbye. And he says, I gave up on the other school to do this. Like, I severed ties with it. Which perks her ears up a bit. Yeah. She turns around and says, you quit? Mm, All you... ties? Yeah. And she's like, okay, you get the scholarship then. Well, she says, come to my office. Yeah. This <laughs> guy gets the scholarship. Yeah. And everyone else is just devastated. Misaki is also, like, walking out in despair and Yamato follows him, and he goes like, don't quit. Don't quit dancing. He's like, my parents are going to make me. And he's like, like don't. don't. <laughs> and uh, then Oikawa's daughter. Smiles. Smiles, and Junpei says, oh, you look so cute when you smile. And she immediately frowned and slaps him. Yeah, and he goes, you have a real low boiling point, don't you? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's... Yeah, that's that's basically it. And uh, it also one of the last things that happens mm. is the sparkles around his eyes. Then he says, "Tingle." Ah, uh, yes. Sparkle. Yeah, we get boom. We get we get the theme song playing as there's a short epilogue where we see him training in the new school. We see Luo and Miyako dancing at Godai School with the teacher, with uh, Miyako's mom, kind of like instructing them. And then we see Junpei dancing down the street and his classmates are looking out the window like, ah, oh, he's dancing again. And then his best, his uh, old friend goes, why, why, why ballet? ballet? And uh, then he does the, yeah, the tingle what? Tingle, sparkle, boom. He does the tingle, sparkle, boom. And that is the last episode of season one of Dance Dance Dancer, and there better be a gosh darn season two. I didn't realize till now that it's based on a manga, so there's way there's also way more of it out in the world than I actually assumed there was. I thought it was an original animation project for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I hope that uh, Miyako has more. Yeah, because yeah, I guess we we didn't we were putting off talking about it, but. Giving up her life for someone else because they have mental health issues is very sad. Not just because they have mental well, health issues. I, I hope. I hope either she grows more, or it kind of feeds into like why she also needs that. Yeah. Instead of just being someone's her, superhero. Yeah. Instead of just sacrificing everybody for somebody. I hope that it actually. Yeah, mentally I, benefits her and she grows. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do too. Because it is... Because, like, Junpei is clearly, like, so driven that he's kind of going to be okay without being in a relationship well, with her. I think that's why they set up the other girl. Yeah, which they set up the other girl and then we're like, she's in the sixth grade. And I was like, ah! <laughs> what grade is he in? He's, he's like, in high school. 
Yeah. He's like, I think he's 15 is probably his age. So I guess they aren't too far apart, but it's still like, to to our sensibilities, to mine at least, I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's a little far. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's possibly, who knows, there may even be another love triangle down the line. This might be a show that just constantly sets up and... I have a theory that the character Yamato and the other character are going to come back somehow. I think so, too. I think even... I think Big Ears might, too. Even the epilogue seemed to imply that they were still attending classes at the Oikawa school. So I'm wondering if the scholarship just means it's paid for. I think the scholarship is like, yeah, you get a scholarship to the SS class. Maybe you can buy your way into it. Or maybe there's like And the other guy means. needed the scholarship because his parents weren't going to buy. Yeah, I think I think that's the case. But uh, yeah, that was, that was the show. I mean, it's the best one we watched, I think, pretty handily. It had the most storyline. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't flag in the latter five episodes as well. Although, big question. To me, the best episode of this show is still 100% the sixth episode, or no, the fifth episode, where they do Swan Lake for the audience. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I don't think anything has topped that emotionally, animation-wise, or... Well, I think after that, it got, after, I mean, all the episodes we just watched, I think just got more devastating. Yeah. I do think it was a specifically marked beautiful moment when Lua was dancing with his grandmother's blanket, though. Yes. That was, yeah. and like the, the, the symbolism of the, like his wings of hatred being his grandmother. <laughs> or like, that, that was, that was pretty powerful that he used that to like arm himself, basically. Uh, but yeah, it did get more. Although, I, I don't know now what the most, I think the most devastating episode might have been. The one with the flashback to him as a kid. Episode 10, in yeah. my, in my Bef- opinion. Second most devastating is when kids in school started bullying him, I think. And he just crumpled up in a yeah. ball. And, and Junpei. That, that episode was particularly harsh. Um, yeah, what else? Um, of these shows, of all the shows we watched, what would you say got second place to you? I think I have a guess, but I want you to say it. Uh, Kokoku. Kokoku. And my second place, <sighs> see, I can't give it for potential, so I have to give it to Kokoku, because I think Star Blazers didn't have, it had an incredibly exciting first two episodes, and then the ones after that weren't as exciting. But I still love it, and I still think, ultimately, if I were to watch all of it, I would like Star Blazers more than Kokoku. My my problem with Star Blazers, if I didn't already dislike... Metal. Metal animation yeah um the storylines just got very duh 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 we found them we fought them we found them we fought them yeah Yeah. it didn't expand too much past that and i think kokoku the last two episodes didn't really expand past that but the ones leading up to it kind of had a kokoku is the one that i still predict predict i i think it has the highest chance of majorly disappointing me. It has the highest chance of flopping. It has... Kokoku yeah. has kept its balls in the air for the entire show. Like, it's it's like watching a juggler and watching them throw a ball so high in the air. And then you're just like, wow, it's still going up. Okay, the ball is still going up. Is he going to be able to catch this ball? 
Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah, like, and it's literally like, it's it's no more or less impressive the higher the ball goes at this point. I just want to see if he can catch it now. And I would say Star Troopers is more of, they're rolling the ball back and yeah, forth yeah, the ball, between their heads. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're like, they're doing it really fast, and you're like, you're pretty good at doing this, but I would like to see you throw it up. Yeah, it's, it's not very... You, you're not really expanding. Yeah, I don't... Not a huge amount of risks here. <laughs> Whereas Kakoku is just one massive risk done over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. We I think we did the co- competitive stuff, like, uh, who would be blank. Yes. Yeah. Apologies for missing a week. I'm sure all of you were desperate and noticed. All of the one of you, probably. All one of you. <laughs> really, really missed this. Uh, cool. We, you know, life life gets busy. Yeah. Work is starting up. Yeah. It's summer. Yeah. The the summer is time. the busy time for us. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of it. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, this is the... Thank you for coming on this adventure. Yeah, final... If you are starting on this episode... You have uh, royally screwed up. We really should have said that at the beginning, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should probably say that and just add it in the beginning. Yeah, we well, we can do that, right? Once this is done. And um, <laughs> what else? We have a YouTube channel. Nothing's on it. Uh, Gmail. There are there are videos. We just haven't edited them. And by we, I mean me, Robert. Yeah. I even sent them to. I know you sent. Yeah, I need to do that. Uh, okay, so you can email us at kry.mitt.mode at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can watch me stream every Tuesday on Twitch at I Apologize if Profusely. If they have concerns, they can come watch you scream? Uh, <laughs> stream. You, you can, yeah, if you have concerns, please subscribe to my Twitch channel. Uh, <laughs> Just say scream instead of stream. Watch me scream if you have concerns. It's just an hour of Robert screaming. Ah! <laughs> you know, sometimes I wish I could. That would be great. Uh, uh, what else? We did the same on. That was weird. It was weird. Um, no, I'm umming. Theoretically, every second Friday... Yeah. We do a stream together. I blame Yellow Jackets for us not doing that. <laughs> we forgot that it was even... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, Honestly, we will... Honestly, I blame me for not wanting to... One Friday, we'll, we will do it. We just haven't for a while, because life is complicated and busy. And is that it? Do we have anything else? YouTube... Oh, like, like and leave a review uh, and subscribe. Ideally a five-star review, but, you know, you don't have to leave anything, I guess. Yeah, if you want to leave a review, like, share, that'd yeah. be great. And, yeah, I think that, that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. This, is, this marks the end of the Crunchy Dive High Roll, the first season of that. And as a result, all the shows except Dance Dance Dancer have been executed. Yep, never to return. They're all dead. Have a good night. Or day. Or, or afternoon. Wherever you are, have a good. Have a good.